0: Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, Just dropping a little note in at the beginning of this episode, so this one is going to be out of order. It's uh, one we just recorded uh, this past weekend. Because this episode is uh, focused on the new update, uh, we wanted to get it out as uh, soon as possible. Because of that, I need to introduce our uh, resident... Xenobiologist uh, pentagrulia uh, She joined us a few episodes ago, and those have not been released yet. So, uh, that is the new voice you hear in this uh, recording. Um, so, hope everybody's doing great and uh, feeding plenty of animals. Hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Butcher, the Baker, the Candle Maker in Space. <laughs> hope everybody's been doing good, having fun. Um, very exciting episode because uh another update has released and uh this time uh we can have pets in game you know so it, excited it's been fun riding them around and you know having a good time you know i've i've used them for uh, transportation quite a quite a number of times but uh to actually be able to tell them what to do now and um you know have them you know, execute tasks for you is quite handy. I feel like
1: you two were far more excited about this than I am. <laughs> I feel like you may, like, I, I know, I think Jen may have like almost craved it in her bones and it's at least crossed your mind. But I think for me, it's like, I'm interested. I want to go through the gene sequencing part and everything, but I'm probably going to treat them like a companion in anything else and maybe ignore them after I get past that part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and, and in you know in true companion uh fashion i um i was to, you know i was doing the the stream today and tried to you know tried to walk in a straight line and the thing kept jumping in front of me and and pushing me around and uh since it's <laughs> quite a bit bigger than me it didn't have much trouble knocking me out of the way so yeah it's uh it's interesting. Did I'm you get? excited about it. Um, so I'm interested to see. So, so I've got a six-legged dog with mountain goat horns. <laughs> and it's, you know, be warned: yes, you can um, tame uh, predators. Uh, but they won't stop being predators. They won't predate you. But you'll be standing there. You know, I was um, I was on my farm and uh, this guy was running around and I had – I was trying to uh, milk some creatures and <laughs> he kept eating them. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, so keep that in mind if you – I- if you're getting I'm okay a, with this a predator uh, uh as one is your tamed pet uh it will go around yeah. killing stuff
2: i just tamed a big dinosaur
0: yeah so just keep it away from your from, from your milk farm
2: oh no so i'm really really glad that i don't have to craft the right food to be able to to ride a particular pet because Um, some creature pellets didn't work on all of the animals when you tried to ride them. So, um, so I was kind of on a quest to get all of the different foods crafted so I could try and ride all the big scary things that I had bookmarked for myself by putting bases on planets. Um, But, um, but now I can, I can do that. I'm just wondering if the change, if the farm is still working the same way, do they still go for like enzymes and stuff?
0: No. So, um, now you can put creature pellets in uh, Okay, and it'll feed everything. So you don't have to worry about oh. having a, a separate machine for each diet. Right. I like
1: that. So carbon covers pretty much every animal now.
0: Yeah. I like uh, it. So, it, it so I don't remember exactly how, you know, what the difference is, but I know that, uh, there was a slight increase in the amount of carbon that it takes to make creature pellets now. Uh, wow. But it's not yeah. significant, um, you know, and that's one of the things that after, you know, after you've been on a couple of planets, you've got so much carbon that, you know, you're, you're trying to find places to offload it.
1: I hit two trees with my mining weapon now, and I've got seven, 800 carbon. <laughs>
0: Well, um wow, so because of my incredible appetite for dihydrogen uh for my frigate fleets uh, i I have taken to aerial collection, so I fly around in my ship with my uh, positron ejector, and whenever I fly up to a a patch of dihydrogen, I send off a blast and it most of the time I can collect an entire field of, of dihydrogen uh, with one or two shots. Uh, the trick is, is it also uh, collects everything else that was around them. So uh, any plants, any rocks, you'll end up with a ton of carbon and, and uh, ferrite dust. but uh, and, and meaty chunks <laughs> and mordite if animal happens to be passing by. But it's a it's an incredibly efficient way to collect resources because you never have to stop and get out of your ship. Um, you just fly along and collect, collect, collect.
1: I remember you telling me this before, and it sounds um, very brutal. You just ride along just blasting the ground and anything in your path, and then just <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> just
0: Yeah, hoovering up all the resources of the planet. Yes, I am. I am destroying the planets, stripping stripping them for my own purpose.
1: But All of those sci-fi movies where they said the aliens were coming to harvest all of our stuff, and it was just Ray.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just needed and ferrite he- and carbon.
2: <laughs> and here I am, keeping my nature preserves, running around and patching the holes i i dig to pick up resources.
1: Do you really do that? She does. I
2: totally do. <laughs> I totally totally do. I claim spots because i don't want anybody to ruin them.
0: It's, but if i need you know. to,
2: if i need to extract something i cover it back up. I know that it's, you know, going to regenerate later, but yeah. still i feel bad cuz what if an animal falls in and hurts itself, yeah. right? It,
0: it's very responsible. It does
1: seem like the regeneration has slowed way down because there are places where I've put holes 6 months ago that are still holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, I haven't really. seen much of a regeneration. Yeah, and you normally, you know, you build a base that would uh manipulate the ground and then you would have a giant mound yeah. of dirt inside your base within 2 or 3 days and there's nothing in this one yeah. that I put down 2 months ago.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm- well, I'm feeling better about my absurda uh... My absurd role play tendencies
1: you are a conservationist, and I applaud you
2: <laughs> I just feel bad. it's more guilt than anything
1: <laughs> all those ones and zeros,
2: <laughs> yeah, all those lost ones and zeros you know
0: so the so the exception in taming uh with creature pellets is the uh mechanical creatures. Okay. Um, so to tame one of those, you have to have an ion battery. Um, once you've oh. tamed it with a battery, you you will um, give it uh, you know creature pellets as treats. Uh, but in order to get that initial uh, taming, it does take an ion battery.
1: So you go from a battery to food.
0: Yes. Totally makes sense.
1: That makes yeah, shove a Duracell <laughs> down its throat and then it's okay with Purina. That makes zero sense.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm on board though. I like it. Uh,
0: well, you know, it it had that uh, that processor you know in its system, but it had run out of juice. So you put a battery in it. Now we can process uh, carbon-based food again, and uh, uh-huh. so you're good to go.
1: I like okay. I like where you're going here. I like this. Okay,
0: so, that's far so have, more
1: advanced than I gave it credit for. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm wondering do do the animals or the creatures? Sorry, re- Do they change when they update them? When they do like a big update, does your planet? Does the wildlife on your planet change?
1: It has in the mm. past sometimes.
2: I found this planet with rabbit turtles um that walked upright and when you ride them you are like getting a piggyback ride from them (laughs) and um they're comically large so um and i look really really small just hugging the back um like a little tiny backpack on this enormous creature and um i went back um just before actually we started recording um i went back and tried to find one of those because i was really excited to have you know someone give me a piggyback ride whenever i wanted one and um they were all gone
1: i have did, did you check your discovery things. catalog to see what was that it could be a rare animal on that planet and you're just not in the right spot
2: maybe maybe it was a it was a pretty regular spawn in the area that i was in um yeah. but it, it might have changed i'm gonna i'm gonna check it out i haven't had a whole lot of time to play with the new update, but um, I have so many questions. So, I think I need to dive into it more.
0: Yeah. So, after you've tamed the creature, uh, a, a timer starts. And uh, after 24 hours, you can uh, induce the creature to lay an egg. And so, it... it <laughs> It pops out the egg. So it's kind of interesting. So my my six-legged uh, dog goat, uh, <laughs> when I induced an egg in that one, I mean, it really, you know, grunted and groaned. And it laid this enormous egg. Uh, and so, you know, I thought, okay, well, that's just the way it goes. Well, so my big uh, dinosaur creature... Uh, When I had it lay an egg today, it laid just a little tiny egg. (laughs) Oh. So it was, you know, it definitely would have been more comfortable uh, for both involved if it had been the other way around. But uh, (laughs) um, I tried to get uh, the mechanical animal to lay an egg. Uh, but that one evidently has to be in a certain environment. Um, so it, it came from a swampy uh, region. And so I'm hoping if I can just take it to, a, to another swampy region, uh, it'll lay an egg. Uh, because there, I, I don't have any you know, reasonable way of getting back to the planet that I got it from. Uh, because the mechanical animals are on the planets that don't have uh, space stations. And so oh. I, di- I didn't build a base. So I don't have any worry to get back to that uh, exact planet. So
1: they only lay eggs on the planet where you get them?
0: Uh, no, I'm, I'm hoping because all it said was that it wasn't in the right environment. Oh, okay. um, it didn't say that it wasn't on the right planet. Um, so I'm hoping if I can, uh, you know, so I checked its stats. So you, there's a, um, you can go in and you got a little menu that, uh, you know, that displays all your creatures. Um, you, you click on it and it'll give you all of its, uh, its stats. And this one said that it was from a swampy, uh, region. So I'm hoping swampy is all I need to, uh, to get it to, to get it to uh, lay an egg.
1: Okay, because I was actually, when you said that you had a mech animal, I was actually really interested in what the egg looks like. So you don't even, you don't have one yet?
0: No, not yet.
1: Okay, I'm excited to see what they look
0: like. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so the um, so the egg, once you have it, uh, you, it goes into your inventory. And uh, you go to the space anomaly. And back by the... Um, you know the little Gordon Ramsay there. You, you there's a new machine um, sitting there, and and that was really the way I knew that the update had happened before anything else because somebody had posted a picture and said, "What the heck is this?" Um, <laughs> and I just uh, it in. So I I looked and I oh crap the update. So you take the egg and you put it in this machine. And it gives you four options um, to, um, so it's called an egg sequencer. Um, so you have the ability to change the characteristics of the creature that you're, you know, that's going to hatch from this egg. You can, so one. the first one is growth hormone. So you can affect the weight and height either by increasing it or decreasing it. Um, there's the gene splitter that changes the anatomy of the creature, uh, the dye injector that changes its coloration, uh, the neural calibrator, uh, which uh, um, impacts the the animal's personality. And so depending on what you put in each one of those, um, uh, I guess, containers, it will, you know, so like uh, the first one I did, I put uh, fresh milk in the growth hormone, for the growth hormone. And that increased the uh, the size of the creature. And depending on how many bottles of, of fresh milk I put in, it, you know, was, I think it was 25, 50, 75, 100%. So, the gene splitter and dye injector, everything I tried came back as unstable. So, I don't know that there's any way that you can control it. It's just like a roll of the dice if you put something in there. Uh, Wow. So, I tried putting chromatic metal in for the dye injector, and it really didn't seem to have a big impact on the color of the baby. I put... Um, the uh, wheat in for the neural cal- calibrator, and that increased its helpfulness. Okay.
1: Um, have you been on the No Man's Sky subreddit lately, Ray?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, the, the so the one thing about that list that they that they made up was that it doesn't have any of the food items on it.
1: Oh, okay. I know I saw the ones for changing like the colors of creatures and stuff, but I never got that far into it just because I wanted to be able to ask some questions. Yeah.
0: So I also noticed that uh, sweet root also increases helpfulness. Uh, so the, so you, the options that you have with the neural cal- calibrator um, you can either increase or decrease the helpfulness. You can, um, affect the independence, uh, or the gentleness of your, uh, of your creature. Okay. So depending on, on how you want them to, um, you know, to react once they're, you know, running around, you can, uh, change it depending on what, you know, what you put in there for it. Okay. Now, so for the, uh, for my first one, I didn't put anything in the gene splitter, Uh, Because everything I put in there seemed unstable. Well, after I figured out that everything is unstable. um, With the one I did today, um, I put in a storm crystal. And the storm crystal, one storm crystal made it, uh, uh, you know, 150% impact. So... I'm guessing that this creature is not going to come out anything like the original, um, you know, because it's going to be, uh, you know, so dramatically impacted. Um, also, <laughs> so fortunately, I also put in um, wild milk, which decreased its size and weight. So it'll be <clears throat> some bizarre abomination, but it'll be small. <laughs> so so we'll see how that goes um, and it'll uh, also be extremely helpful
1: as like you give it commands and it'll run off and do them for you or like uh, it'll actually bring you things without you even asking or
0: yeah, so, so I, I spent a little time running around with my goat dog and right. you know he brought me you know <laughs> piles of poo Uh, but also uh, uh, salvage tech data.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: And also a a navigation, uh, what are those called? The, you know, the little nav chips that you get from uh, those beacons and stuff. So it, uh, you know, you can see it. It's little... You know, backpack starts to glow and and all of a sudden it'll pick something up. And then, you know, so I wasn't paying close enough to t- attention. So I don't know if it barfs it up or if it poops it out. <laughs> <laughs> but you get this little blob on the ground that you pick up and it's got the stuff in it.
1: That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I could have thought of a million better ways to have it deliver your stuff than that. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, you do search their poo for stuff, well, surely, anyway.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah,
0: <laughs> All right. missing. I mean that's that's why you've fed keys. them before too. So,
1: okay. Well, then, I've, <laughs> does the size of the poo scale with the
0: animal? <laughs> well, I've since I've only done it with one of the of the creatures. I'm not certain, and yeah, I cause... and I don't know <laughs> uh, about the mechanical animal what it does yet because I haven't spent enough time with it. Although I did know, so, um, also on the stream that I did today, I, uh, demonstrated how to build an underwater base. And so I swam down to the base and the, you know, the little creatures just running across the bottom of the, uh, of the lake. And, uh, you know, the whole time it was running around while I was inside the building. So like, like the other creatures, they, they, uh. They don't seem to mind the water at all.
1: Okay. I tried to grab something that was in the water. Um, Tried to claim that as a pet. Can't Mm -hmm. do that. Um, And and I tried to, I built, I actually built a tower all the way up into the sky to try (laughs) to get a flying one because there's some fat looking creatures on my paradise planet. And I, I was like, Oh, I want that but can't do that either. No. Um, I actually trapped one inside the building. I built a bat <laughs> trap way up in the sky <laughs> and I caught one <laughs> and I made it so that the bottom had holes in it and the top was solid and they would fly inside of it and try to fly up and get stuck. And I'd run over and try to claim it. No, it doesn't work.
0: Right.
1: So, um, but I did see on Reddit that someone had one of the, uh, I don't know, it was a Pokemon looking thing. It was like a big bear looking animal and they grew it 12 meters tall. And that's a four-story building, (laughs) and I want that as a pet. Right. Because (laughs) uh, that's one thing I love about sci-fi is, you know, immensity, where they're, you know, climbing over the skull of an animal, and it takes (laughs) them two days because the animal is so big. That's what I want is a giant (laughs) four-story tall bear following me around.
0: (laughs) Rodents of incredible size. Ah, Yes. (laughs) But
1: also, the craps must be the size of Volkswagens. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it, it definitely not all the creatures are um, also the ones that uh, tunnel under the ground. You can't get them either.
1: Uh, yeah, no, that sucks. They will. Eventually they will.
0: Hopefully. Yes.
1: I want a they,
2: sandworm following uh, me around.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm a tremors nut. I love those movies and I want a sandworm. I want my own tremors <laughs> worm. Graboid, that's what they Grableids, are. Yeah.
0: So So there's quite a few things that you can add to, uh, to make your creature bigger. So, um, but uh, it's, uh, it's a fun little mechanic and we'll, you know, we'll see how far it goes, but it's, uh, it's definitely been fun to play with.
2: How Uh, many can you have?
0: How much money do you have? (laughs) <laughs> but
1: there's only six slots open or six yeah slots so there's right a now. total
0: of six slots that you can access <clears throat> so you get two Four. automatically yeah. Um, yeah you can buy the third for I think it was only yeah it was only 500 um, units uh, then the fourth one was a thousand units the fifth one it was in nan- that oh yeah it is nanites it is nanites, right. yeah. Of course it is. No. Yeah. Oh, you find a good place to
1: recycle some ships. You'll make that in no time. Yeah.
0: Um, and then the sixth one is uh, 10,000 nanites.
2: Jeez. Well, it looks like I'm going to be grinding nanites for a while then.
0: So one way that I can say that you can make nanites, but I don't recommend it unless you've got a lot of time, um, is, is cooking, uh, star bulbs.
2: Cooking star bulbs? Yep.
0: So you, you, you put, uh, star bulbs in your barbecue. Yeah. And it makes pilgrim berries. Okay. And then you put the pilgrim berries in the barbecue and it makes, um, this, uh, this beverage. A sparkling beverage, and you take that okay. um, to Gordon Ramsay, and um, he'll give you. I I averaged between forty and sixty nanites um, each. So, uh, if you if you have a planter with just um, you know four. Um, Star bulb plants in it Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll get enough to make um, Four or five hundred of these um, You know, these drinks With no problem The problem is Is that you can only turn them in One at a time That Uh. is So maddening Oh, thank you Um you know, it, it seemed like a really great way to make nanites, you know, because it was essentially free and self regenerating. Um, but just the inordinate amount of time that it takes. And and so the trick is is that it, so every time you hand one in, uh, it it does a little random calculation and he either, you know, likes it, hates it, or, you know, is indifferent to it and you know, depending on which one of the responses he gives you, you get a varying amount of uh, nanites for it. Um, Uh, But, you know, at the end of the day, it's still just way too much work. Um, It's so much easier just to, to flip ships and, and sell the, uh, um, the uh, upgrade modules to the vendors for nanites.
1: Yeah. Or just run through one of the, um, Frigates, not the frigates. My God, the abandoned freighters, the derelict freighters. Yeah. I mean, you get just what you find there is probably enough to cover that first slot.
0: Um, or you know, hit up uh, the uh, Whispering Eggs at the uh, the abandoned buildings.
1: Right. Yeah. You, know? you can get if you get all of those. Usually, you get a thousand nanites for all of the eggs that you find in one of those places. Yeah. Um, but there's really? also Yeah. And there's also the method and I only saw it one time and I watched the video and I never tried it. So I've forgotten everything, but there's the method for, uh, making something out of some kind of mold that you can sell for 24. You can get like 24,000 nanites in one go by Mm. doing this method, but I never looked into it. And if you have to sell things one at a time, I'm not doing that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I like flipping the ships. It makes me feel like some kind of junker.
0: Yeah. So, the other thing that I did was uh, I reached the edge of the galaxy. Yes. So, it's the the section that I, you know, was in, it was uh, like 822,000 light years. And so, that's about uh, 120 from where you normally start. Okay. So, it wasn't too bad. It's kind of weird because when you get there, um, there's still stars, but, you know, they stop, you know, reacting to you um, clicking on them.
1: That's that's strange. You think it would just be like it would go to just like you'd see black.
0: And and so if you continue on through those that you can't access anymore, um, you eventually get to nothingness and it it lets you keep you know keep uh you know running your cursor out the map uh, it doesn't stop you but there's just nothing there um so so now i am um you know hopping around in these you know systems that are out on the edge of the galaxy and uh you know they're remarkably like all the other um planet or systems Um, throughout the galaxy, but it was definitely fun to do.
1: It would be cool if there was like, you could get out there and there was like a small chance of finding uh, like an orphan planet or something like that just floating through space. That'd be cool if you could jump on that. Yeah. An option, you know, for making it all the way to the edge.
0: Yeah, it definitely seemed like they didn't expect anybody to do that, which is kind of weird because you know, I mean, it doesn't seem that weird to me.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. I've crossed my mind several times. Why Why wouldn't I do that just to see what's there? But I assumed it was just the same thing. I do kind of wish there was more difference when you go, you know, between sections of the galaxy. You know, um, it seems like there would be more dominant one species in one section than another. Um, but I think um, from what I've read, um, they there are species that are more dominant in the middle the center of the galaxy than the outsides of the galaxy.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I was jamming through so fast. I didn't pay any attention. So I, I finally got to a planet that I named. It's the, it's the first time oh, and yeah. all this time that I've actually named a planet. Um, and I named it, uh, uh, Boba T because it's a bubble planet,
2: delicious.
0: And so there's Aww. there's bubbles everywhere.
1: <laughs> and it took it, me a minute to get what you said. Okay.
0: And it's uh, it's red, so it's an interesting place.
1: I thought it was a Star Wars joke. I thought you were talking about Boba Fett or something for a second,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I realized, oh my god, he said bubble tea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I couldn't help myself.
1: That's good. Those things, those That's planets right. are really nice to walk around on.
0: Yeah, this one, this was kind of uh, so I I wanted to to find a place to build an underwater base, um, uh, because uh, one of our listeners had asked a question about uh, how to how to build underwater, and so. Uh, I w- I wanted to find a an electromagnetic node so that I could build a you know a power source, and I mean this place was just not giving me any love. I I jumped so many times, and it's it's a huge ocean, and so there's just these little teeny tiny um, rocks to land on. And so I was hopping and hopping and hopping. And finally I found a um, uh, a B-class electromagnetic node. And so uh, I I plopped down and and started building a base there. And
1: uh, I got a couple questions real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you build those um, electric, uh, I forget what they call it, the ones that harvest the electricity, can you build those underwater? Yes. Okay. And... Can you terraform, uh, try manipulate the ground from underwater to build it upward to make an island? Is that something you can do too?
0: Um, oh, that's a good question. I've never tried that.
1: Neither have I. It just occurred to me while I was listening to you talk about that.
0: Because uh, usually I'm looking for, um, you know, deeper and deeper water. Uh, because you can only build so close to the surface. Right. Uh with the underwater buildings. So
1: Okay. All right, I just was wondering that. Okay.
0: So this one ended up being, you know, nice and deep. And uh Yeah. I guess maybe I'll try that cuz I'll have to build a a landing pad because the uh you know it's, it's quite a swim out to the uh, actual building site.
2: I haven't done that yet. Looking
1: yeah. forward to watching. I watched the video, but I've never built anything underwater. Um I only made I made the little uh submarine and flitted around in that, but I never built anything underwater.
0: Yeah. I I love it. It's it's so relaxing. You know, I just like to to sit there and look out the window and watch stuff swimming around and um yeah, this one has the uh, the little uh, bikini bottom um, you know, <laughs> rock piles, um, that look like that. pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just a really comfortable, you know, place to hang out when you're just, you know, trying to putz around and do stuff. Uh, all the pretty lights, you yeah, cause a lot of the plants light up.
1: Oh, The like the flora and stuff lights up. Yeah.
0: I love yeah. that.
1: How deep do the oceans get? Because that was always kind of my thing with why I never built down there, is because they also, some of them are, you know, your nice, nice deep spots, but they're pretty much shallow, it seems. And I want to build like, you know, 20,000 leagues under the sea kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. I haven't found anything, you know, that I would really consider, you know, radically deep. But, um, uh, the the place where I built today, you know, was reasonably deep. It's probably at least six stories. Um, you know, I'll be able to, once I get down to the lowest section. Okay.
1: I guess it can only go as deep as, you know, where the boundary is when basically whatever it is that they may have for a core there.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, they made the mountains taller. Maybe they can make the oceans deeper.
1: It would be nice. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that's kept me from doing that is because I wanted, like, and also it would, you know, I'm, I always ask for a lot when it comes to this kind of stuff, but I was like, I want an ocean that's so deep that you have to use the sub because the pressure is too much mm-hmm. and that there's, it's so dark that the only light comes from, you know, uh, fluorescent, no, not fluorescent, I forget the word, but, you know, the creatures that produce their own light, uh, bioluminescence. That's That's what I would like to see, but that's all you can see when you get down there until you craft your base and put some lights in it and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, to, to go down in your sub and, and have it dark until two eyes open up and, and look. (laughs) Yeah. Yes,
2: yes, 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 yes. yes. And and you just see a tentacle move.
1: (laughs) Cthulhu. I want it.
0: Uh, (laughs) But, uh, so really the 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 two things that you probably don't always have with you that you will need for uh building underwater uh one is you'll need some glass uh which is you know super simple to make with uh the silicate that you get from um train manipulators um the slag off of those, and which then used to be also so much <laughs> also the uh the living pearls which come from the armored clams mm-hmm. and the um the crystal sulfurine or something
1: crystals oh, from, this, from the from the, uh, the vents
0: yeah from the vents yeah um you know so you will need to collect those and You know, depending on where you're at, there may not be enough. Um, So it's probably a good idea anytime you anytime you're around water and you have a minute, um, you know, to check uh, if you can grab some of those items and then just keep them in storage Uh, when you go to build underwater bases. It makes it a lot easier uh, because you do need quite a bit of those. But other than that, it's just you know pure ferrite and magnetized ferrite and um chromatic metal just like any other base building so um if you find a really nice spot and it doesn't have an electric magnetic uh source uh it, you can build uh solar collectors
2: oh underwater
0: uh uh-huh. huh does that work Wow, they must be pretty powerful <laughs> yes indeed very sensitive <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you can either build them inside of buildings or, you know, you, you can build pretty much anything um, underwater. Uh, you, can, you can put your base unit underwater. Um, just, you know, make sure that you're going to, you know, build a landing pad so your ship has somewhere to go.
1: But you can do like the scaffold or whatever it is, the round uh scaffolding or whatever that and just build that all the way up to the surface of the ocean, right?
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah, and and you can make those floating too. Um, I think I did uh um I've done it a couple of different ways. One I was close enough to land uh that I could just use um you know, floor unit, you know, floor pieces um, to build a dock out to where I wanted to build. Um, then built a building, um, uh, you know, at that level and then deleted all the dock pieces. Uh, mm. So you can you can float uh, buildings out on the water. Um, also, I've done it where I've built just a single column of, of scaffolding um, you know, built the, uh, built the unit and then removed all the scaffolding.
1: Yeah. It doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be much uh, interest in obeying the laws of physics with the building lately.
0: No. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. Yeah. Yeah. Physics are so boring.
2: Who needs <laughs> physics when you have art, right? Exactly.
0: Very
1: true. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's nice. Cause I was thinking when I was up, cause I accidentally deleted the um, stairs going up to my bat trap and I looked down, and I was like, how in the hell did I do that? And I was oh, yeah, this isn't 76. But I deleted it, and I was looking at it for a second. I was like, I should build a spaceship up here.
0: Oh, yeah. That's,
1: that's what I want to do now is just build me a big, like, steel spaceship floating in the sky. The classic flying saucer style. That would be
2: so cool. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Except or, I'm Or not. Skylab yeah I'm not buildy at all though i'm ter- everything I build is either perfectly round or perfectly square
0: <laughs> yeah i I'm not necessarily known for my artistic building talents either.
1: We have one artist among us that is it that is all
2: <laughs> and I get motion sick trying to build in that game so
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now have you tried using the um uh the camera?
2: Yes. Where you did that? Yes, that was that was part of my research for um for our next episode, and I did try to do that, and it was it was helpful. It was good. I found I had to um back out and come back in again um out mm. of building just to kind of resituate myself because I get stuck in a doorway or yeah, and I'm still trying to figure out stairs and ladders. So, I think I need to watch a tutorial, but I was just trying to muscle through it without the instructions you know yeah. how one does right um, yeah, and it was <laughs> it was getting frustrated because I was in a round room and spinning around trying to mm. add doors and stuff still made me queasy
0: yeah yeah, and the the cameras are so sensitive in this game it uh it's definitely easy to. You know, just a simple movement, and you're spinning around. And if it, that if that you know catches you dizzy, then you're going to be trouble. You know, it, it's hard to stop.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I just i i have to. I think I get better at it. I'm so used to um, the locking in place building style of Fallout seventy six. Mm. Yeah,
0: and
2: yeah, and Minecraft.
1: <laughs> Can you turn down the mouse sensitivity in that game? In this game, yeah,
0: oh, yeah. There's Scott. there's controls for that. Yeah.
2: yeah, I should probably try and do do that with my controller because I'm on PS4. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. That's right. You are. Um, yeah, I was wondering because it seems like it, that would be an easy fix, like spinning too fast, Just slow it down a little bit. But I don't know if that would affect when you know you're trying to run from something and you're trying to turn and it's a real <laughs> slow pan. That might not help you at all no yeah
0: Yeah, and it does seem to be like you know feast or famine
2: yeah i um i just need to get used to the building so i um haven't gone back to my my creative mode but i am determined to when life allows me a little more (laughs) a little more time to sit still um I really, really want to get back. I've got so many ideas because um, I found windows
0: <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> and just building these, you know, observatories, I think would be so much fun because the, thing i love the most about the game is the landscapes and looking you know looking at the suns (laughs) go Mm -hmm. down and the moons rise and all the rings and all that stuff it's really nice to have and even sitting in like a, a storm is really really beautiful but um but being able to do it from uh from the safety of an observatory would be really, really great. Cause I hate building the building and then you, you know, you can't see anything. So I'm here because it's pretty. I mm-hmm. want to look at all the stuff. So I'm right. um, very excited about all the glass that I can, that I can build. And also the physics breaking is, is fun too. <laughs>
1: See, now I was thinking, you guys have seen Spaceballs, I'm sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the giant made with the vacuum, that's, I kept picturing that you were going to make like, you know, a giant rabbit out of, that. it was just a building that was shaped like a giant rabbit. That's kind of what I was expecting once you got into creative mode.
2: You know, I hadn't thought about that and now I
0: am.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, if I <laughs> build a giant something of one of the, of one of the animals on the planet.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, and there's definitely, there's a little, the, I don't remember what the part is called, uh, but it's a little bubble window that you attach to this, to the side of a, of a structure, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, one, when you sit in it, it's, you know, it's a huge field of view. um, of your surrounding, but also uh, from the outside, they look a lot like eyeballs. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh. right. You're right. I feel
2: like I need to be doing this with a mouse.
1: <laughs> Actually, you know what? I saw someone on Reddit who made a giant insect in the sky using those. And that was, they did that in creative mode. It was like a giant insect, and in those things, they made those look like eyeballs. Yeah. And it was creepy looking as hell.
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah if you if if you build one of those uh i had a base on the side of a mountain um and you know it overlooked this beautiful valley uh with you know a lake at the bottom of it and everything and i i would just get lost you know standing there inside the bubble just looking out at everything
1: I'd like to have something like that on a planet that has the tornadoes with the lightning storms at the same time. Mm, yeah,
0: yeah, that
2: would be amazing.
1: Because I like running around during those with my permadeath character, just kind of playing chicken with myself. <laughs> <laughs> will I survive this
0: one, or will I not? Yeah, poor Baker's turned out to have a death wish. <laughs> the character, the character that he was, you know, living in fear of you know stubbing his toe is now you know blatantly running around in extreme storms you know, trying to kill himself
1: <laughs> you know, i'm not going to lie there's a certain thrill to jumping off of a high place and thinking i might not time this just right <laughs> <laughs> but when one of those tornadoes picks you up and flings you like they they can fling you a long way and if you don't have like a full jetpack if you were just messing around the whole time and your jetpack is out, and you don't have that module that allows your jetpack to recharge on the way down, I mean, you're probably dead.
0: Hmm. And
1: and I've run my jetpack completely out, flitting around, and got picked up by a tornado, and if it wasn't for that module, that character would be gone. But it's still, those are the most fun planets, because the lightning storms and the tornadoes just look amazing together.
2: Yeah, I love the lightning storms. The addition of weather has been... Yeah. Like actual visible weather, not just death.
0: And awesome. Yeah. And the rainbows. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No. I love flying toward a planet and seeing it like, oh, this is a beautiful planet, and then watching it turn into a gray ball of clouds and thinking, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or paradise planet. That's what I thought it was gonna be.
2: More paradise planets now.
1: <laughs> it, mean, like-
0: it seems like it, but I think there's there's it Well, so there used to be a lot of uh, paradise planets that weren't actually paradise planets. Okay. Um, They were just nearly paradise planets. But they still had, uh, you know, they still had storms, just, you know, incredibly rare. And so when they reclassified everything, so a paradise planet has to have extremely low sentinels so essentially only at the um, the locked factories and no weather. That's
1: what I got in my permadeath.
2: Oh, you found one in your permadeath?
1: Yeah. Well, the character that I have now, after I fell asleep and killed the last one, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, I created this character. And on I was actually following Ray's tutorial to get myself a uh, freighter for free. Um, and I jumped into a three-star system to get this freighter. And there was a planet there. And as soon as I landed where I came down, I landed right on top of a, um, uh, I forget what they're called. Like the one, the places with all the landing pads with the place where you can buy and
0: trading post,
1: a trading post. Yes. I landed right on top of one of those. And so I just laid down a base. No storms came. There were no sentinels at all. Um, It's a beautiful planet and in a three-star system. And it seems like every few minutes an exotic lands right there on that pad. I really lucked out with this thing. Wow. But it is the only one I've seen like this. I have not come across one that's as perfect as this yet anywhere else um, in 125 hours on that carriage. There are no other places that don't at least have a storm. There aren't even aggressive Animals on this planet.
2: Yeah, I, I found one that says it's a paradise planet, and it makes me smile every time I um, I look through my little my little scanner. When I, you know, when the animal I've been scanning is passed, and I see it says weather beautiful,
0: mm-hmm.
2: just makes me really happy. It's a really pretty place, and. Um, I haven't discovered all of the animals or all of the creatures on it. I haven't properly gotten through it, but um, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty great. I'll look at the details and find out if it's an actual paradise planet or, or a fake one with angry <laughs> animals.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, what does it, for it to be classified in the, um, um, discovery log as paradise I mean it has to meet all of the quota right so it can't have like something hidden somewhere that you find later right right I was watching a video where someone caught one of those mechanical horses or horse like character cre- creature rather um and it was running in circles around them like a bat out of hell it was just about like i don't know fifty miles an hour just in a circle around them like. Like a like a Chihuahua on drugs, and I want that animal so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what my mech does. Mech uh, <laughs> <laughs> It 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 runs around like like crazy, uh, especially so when you when you pet them and give them a treat, they get super excited. And you know that's when they start hopping around and running around and and uh acting like uh like an exuberant uh kid
1: and it was uh, it's, yeah, it it was spazzy. Pretty funny <laughs> I was watching that thing spin around the person who was recording, and I was like god that is that's a spazzy animal
0: well, <laughs> and it, and it's kind of hard because so you know so when you look at the animal uh it it gives you an indication of, of what they're doing. Um, You know, so either they're scouting ahead or, you know, they're guarding or, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, you know, it tells you, well, but the only way you can do that is look at them. And when they're running around like that, you, you can't, um, you know, you can't isolate on them. So you have no idea what it, you know, what they're doing uh, I guess maybe you could tell them to stop. I haven't really looked at all the different uh, commands that you can give them. But, uh, you know, the only one I've to- done is I, I told them to go look for stuff.
1: Can you only have one out at a time? Yes. Or... Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, as soon as you pull one out, the the other one disappears.
1: It's like the pets in Warcraft.
0: Yeah, and if you get in your ship, you know, they all go into uh, storage.
1: So I don't want crapping on my ship.
0: Well, you know, not to mention that the that uh, all all of my animals are bigger than my guppies, so Dear. they wouldn't yeah. fit in there anyway.
1: Yeah, that's huge. It would, but you can? Can they? Do they come out in your freighter? Do you have you done that? No,
0: they won't. I tried to to uh, let one loose in the freighter, and that doesn't work.
1: See, it seems like that would be the place where you could have them. Is you know, you go back to your freighter, and they're like the companions that you don't use, are just kind of roaming around somewhere oh, upstairs. Yeah, or
0: you could build the build a big room, you know, and just have them all out at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's why we need little habitation pods. You can build into your freighter, so you can make like one area is like a toxic environment, and one area is a frozen environment, and that way you've got little storage areas for your creatures.
0: There you know. Now you're thinking
2: Oh my gosh, like a zoo?
0: Yeah. That's brilliant. Come
1: bright. on, this, this is like the year 8 million. There should be something like that now. You know, where you it's just powered by your freighter and you walk through a door and you're in a frozen landscape, you know, that's the size of a small room and it's just big enough for your creature to run around in.
2: Yes. Sounds perfectly reasonable to me.
1: Mhm. Well, They added companions. They need to at least add the (laughs) doghouse.
2: That's right. What did you guys think when you saw that ball of yarn?
1: I didn't know. As soon as you retweeted it, and I was looking at, and it's like basically what I tweeted to you was my thought was what what the hell's going on here?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I saw it, and I thought, are we knitting in space? Crochet in space, like why are we? How or do we awful. have
1: pets in space? <laughs> How awful would that be if you had to knit stuff and take it to some other, like Martha Stewart, on the ship on the? Um, I forget they what it's called. Already <laughs> have crusted. a
2: Ramsay, so. right
1: beside him. There's somebody you take and is like you hold up a sweater and she's like, "That's disgusting. Go away."
2: Oh my gosh, you macrame from things that you find.
1: <laughs> Needlepoint. There's all the stuff that you unlock is how to go get thread and build a wire loom.
2: I would cry. <laughs> no patience for any of that. Stuff. <laughs> and there would be all these but if there's an achievement, you know I'm going to try, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So You know there'd be ugly Christmas sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we got pets. It was something I didn't know that we, that I wanted. And now that it's here, I'm like, this is, this is probably going to be a little bit of fun. I can probably figure out a way to make it fun for myself uh, because I enjoyed the little pets that were in Warcraft, especially when they started battling them, when they made it so that they had battle pets and you could fight them with other, other people's battle pets. That was fun. So maybe that's an option is that something you can do or is maybe in the uh, that future? was
0: that was one thing that was a little disappointing so it was so you know first off you know when i started looking at the accessories i started i thought about um you know uh, the first thing i said, okay i've got to go check and see can we can we tame um the fish because i need a shark with a freaking laser <laughs> <laughs> But Laser sharks. sadly, the lasers that you can mount on your creatures don't shoot.
2: <gasps> then what are they there for?
0: I don't know.
1: They are gotta you? earn their keep. Were you trying to create a Doctor Evil character?
0: <laughs> Is that what you were doing? Well, you know, that's <laughs> that's what I think when you when you put lasers on animals. So. You know, oh yeah, that it's better. just like, you know, when you when you think about putting a, a you know, a weapon on a creature, I also think of, you know, battle hamsters. Uh oh, where you du- duct tape a uh a hunting knife to the top of a, a hamster and let him go to town.
2: <laughs> <Whoa>. That's
1: terrible.
0: <laughs> I'm worried about you. <laughs> That's a thing
1: <laughs> or is that just something you do in the basement? No,
0: it was it was a cartoon.
1: Was it really? Yeah. Now I got to look this up.
2: <laughs> Battle hamsters.
1: Yeah, I'm writing it down. I'm not even joking. I'm looking that up. <laughs> that
0: so, would be terrible. Yeah. But you can uh you know the, there's um you can put headlights on them. So, I guess they're they're not technically headlights or side lights, but um so that was pretty functional then, you know, they light things up when you walk around um at night. <sighs>
2: Right. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask about the function of a lot of those things. I put armor on mine because I want to make sure that my little Fluffy, my little Fluffy friend has the best protection possible. Can sentinels attack Fluffy, who is a giant dinosaur?
0: <laughs> I haven't had enough time to really uh, push the uh, boundaries here.
2: Hmm. Yeah, because it's only been a couple of days. but yeah.
1: So there's actual armor. You can actually put stuff on your pet that protects it.
2: Mm-hmm. Looks like it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell if it actually you know, gives it any DR, but it looks like it does.
1: Yeah, that's also the next thing I was going to ask is, can your pet die? Can you res it? Do they come back if they do die? You know, the obvious questions.
0: No. Well, I'll know more once I get off of this uh, paradise planet.
1: Oh, I thought you were just going to go kill your pet.
0: <laughs> no.
1: For science.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> For He's science, a
2: laser to his back.
1: So, Ray, they... just, Ray just pulls out his multi-tool <laughs> and sits. Oh, no. I'm making you out to be a real monster today, right? Sorry about that. Well, you
0: know, that, <laughs> it's 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 not anything that I could really vehemently argue against.
2: Occupational hazard, right?
0: No. nothing. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, people, people know how I play uh, Fallout, so.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. If you could be a cannibal in this, I'm sure you would.
0: No, yeah. well, so like like I said uh, on the last Fallout feed, cannibal was merely a efficient means of of uh, you know an end. So I, yeah. I didn't do it because it was well. Okay, now I can't really say that I didn't do it because it was fun. Because it it's was fun. fun to see people get queasy, you know, when you would uh, start snacking next to them. The
1: noises are fun,
0: mm-hmm. but. uh Mostly, it was for the uh, the efficiency of you know being able to eat to, to maintain your your uh, food meter, you know, with conveniently located uh, snacks. <laughs> no, I'm,
1: I'm glad that that's gone. That I don't have to eat and drink anymore. And I'm really glad that's not a thing in No Man's Sky because I really don't enjoy having to constantly feed myself and drink water to stay alive and. I don't miss it now that it's gone from 76. Yeah. Very happy it's not in no man's Sky. Yeah. Yes.
0: And it wouldn't be so bad if it was, you know, only you only had to do it three times a day. But the, the fact yeah. that you've got to do it like every five minutes.
1: Yeah. That should have been a legendary perk. They should have had that as a legendary perk rather than just cutting it. Why are we talking about that on this podcast? <laughs> because. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm thinking to myself, like, damn it, they could have figured this out.
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad that the fresh milk doesn't spoil. I right. go back and check.
1: Yeah.
2: Is it still fresh? It it's is. been three weeks. Why is it still fresh? <laughs> I'm saying
1: nothing spoils, right? <laughs> Everything you collect as you're walking around and the things that you milk and all the eggs, it all stays good in your inventory forever, right? Yep. Right. Okay. That's great. That's good news.
2: I'm super looking forward to, um, to trying to get as many pets as I can. Um, and name them all awesome names. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, so I said the last time that I, um, I was going to try to do some research and um, I think my research is now moot because of all of this, but um, (laughs) because of the update, but um, I did try to trap some animals Sorry, put them in a pen. It felt mm. like tracking them, right. and um, they only stayed for my play session. I flew well, not even the play session. I just I flew away, and I came back, and they were all gone. Yeah, and they respawned outside. Yeah, no. I didn't take a picture because the fence I had built was terrible.
0: <laughs>
2: it was horrible misshapen because my ship was there and I was trying to capture all the animals. So I had to build it like around my poor ship that was trapped inside of the enclosure. But, um, but it did continue collecting. And then I'm really glad to know now that I don't have to craft specific bait because of that is a huge, huge relief. It was such a tedious pain in the butt.
0: Yeah, well, and, and especially since it was, you know, you'd have, you know, two if not three different kinds of uh, of bait required for the various animals that are roaming around, mm-hmm. and so uh, you would have to have all those automatic feeding machines loaded with uh, with separate kinds of food, right? To get them on there,
2: yeah, miserable.
1: But now you can set up a nice little farm you can have something that attracts all the animals and feeds them you can have your own pets running around
2: i'm so excited i feel like this update was made for me
1: it almost seems like it was right
2: the xenobiologist that i am (laughs) (laughs) that's the title i wear proudly on my character
1: and I was thinking, it's like, you can only have one pet out at a time. It seems strange that they would limit it to six slots when basically all the info for every creature is stored until you summon it. So it could technically have infinite slots. And it's not going to take up any room. It's just data. Yeah. So I want, you know, it'd be nice if we had like a page. when you Like when you look at your inventory and there's all those squares... If you could have just an entire page of little squares where you can just collect all the animals you want over time, that would be cool.
0: Yeah. Well and I again, think a lot of that stuff it. they do, you know, for our behalf. Yeah. Um because while the game install is only like eleven gig, um the save files are massive. I think uh uh one one of mine is thirty five gig. Oh, good God!
1: That's huge. It does make sense, though. Basically, the game is being created as you play it, and yep. you're storing all that info on your computer,
0: right? So, I th- I think they 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 limit all that stuff. You know, same thing; you can only have six ships, um, you know. But you can only have one out of. Well, I guess that you can actually have more out if you, uh, but you can only fly one at a time. You know, I think they limit most of that stuff just uh you know, just so our save files don't get you know completely un- unchained. Mm-hmm. Right. So
1: how big was the update for I'm guessing for you, Ray, it was the same as me where it was only a couple hundred megabytes or something. Yeah. How big was it for you, Jen?
2: I have um I have it set to auto update.
1: Ah, that's smart.
2: So, um, so I was watching people complain on Twitter about how long it was taking and mine was already done, <laughs> but I had to work. So I knew it was sitting there the uh, whole day. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> calling, <laughs> calling to you. I, I <laughs> know. So, and so I'm so quietly.
2: I'm working from home. So I'm walking past the console every time oh. I go to the bathroom, like you could just start it up right now. <laughs> No Just one's going to know if I'm doing my meeting from the sofa. They'll know.
0: <laughs> yeah. When you spend the whole meeting not making eye contact.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that would, that would be really bad. <laughs>
1: Well, I had that update for Companions and it was about 180. I don't even remember. It was like, it was very small update. I was expecting much bigger. And then yesterday or this morning I get on and there's another update and it says, oh, just a few fixes for a few bugs and, you know, straightening things out. And it's like three gig. Oh, wow. How is the update that adds animals and interacting with animals and all this other stuff so big? And they're so small. And then this thing where they're like, oh, we just wanted to straighten a few things out. And it's several gigabytes. It's very, and I still don't understand why the ones for consoles are so much bigger than the ones for PC. I don't 100% understand that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, for once, did not have to um, delete something in in order to get the update. That's usually what gets me.
1: Yeah, that sucks.
2: Yeah, because my PS4 is super long in the tooth. I know, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might have to get a PS5 when I go to upgrade eventually. I might get a PS5. They look really nice. And I want to do the VR in that.
2: And then you can play with me.
1: I can do that anyway, though. It's cross-platform, though.
2: Oh, I meant for that other game.
1: Oh, oh, that all, that other game <laughs> <laughs> confused me,
2: <laughs>
1: which isn't hard.
2: Yeah, the cross platform is is pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah that should be every game. Nice.
2: Oh yeah, it should be every game.
1: Honestly, I'm I was surprised that all of this stuff got added because you know I was one of those people that you know after they kind of stopped talking when uh, everybody hated No Man's Sky when it first came out, and they just kind of vanished. Nobody heard from them for six months. I played for a little bit after that, and then I was like, "Uh, well, I guess this game's not going anywhere else. This is as good as it gets. I'll play it every now and then. And then they just came back with a vengeance, and they keep changing things and adding things, and I can't stop. And the cross-platform thing, I think, was the biggest thing to me. To me, that just blows my mind that someone who's playing on a PC or an Xbox or a PlayStation, we can all play the exact same game and see the same things together. That's crazy to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's the community isn't, you know, isn't limited by the hardware they use. So it, it feels a lot more cohesive, I think. And I love being able to to even though I play solo most of the time, I love being able to um, to go and visit you know, and see what other people are up to. And it doesn't feel like this kind of um, barrier or limitation, yeah. but it's so fluid the way it works too. So I think a lot of other game companies should yeah, take some it's notes. Just,
0: yeah. It, it's, it's just the game. You know, yeah. you never have to think about, um, you know, Oh, you know, it, this person's not on PlayStation. I can't, you know, I can't play with them. Um, it's right. It's just the game. Nothing else matters.
2: Right.
1: I was thinking because, you know, VR, it really, I don't, I don't know if you guys have tried it in VR, but I managed to stream it to my Oculus headset. Uh, and it's insane. And I was running it in like low settings, just so it would stream fluidly. And I think that if they keep updating it and they make things where basically the universe is, um, uh, an always there entity where we can always visit it um, and everything that everything that everybody uploads is online. And then they eventually make it where there's not like a 32 player cap and all this stuff that it could really be like an online virtual you know universe that people exist in for a long time to come. Mm. Uh, because it seems like they can adapt it to just about anything. Like they go from one console to a next or to the next rather. And um, it's they don't seem to be hindered by any hardware or um, anything like that. So I think honestly, like they could come out with a version of No Man's Sky that just adds to it for you know several generations of consoles to come, and obviously on PC, <laughs> and it could end up being a, you know a VR world that most people, not most people, but you know a lot of people actually exist in a lot. Got kinda of rambly there, sorry.
2: No, no. That's I mean I think that's the that's the point of, you know, building a multiplayer game or a community game. You know, is to is to have a space that people can occupy. That, you yeah. know, it's more than it's more than, you know, getting levels and well, grinding materials, but that's what we do. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it it becomes a, a home, a space to inhabit, you know. And the more, um, I don't know, the more open they can make it, the better it'll be for everybody.
1: Well, I don't know I, I, if you've read uh, Ready Player One. I, w- I didn't enjoy the movie that much. But in the book, you know, there were planets dedicated to you know old video games or old movie series and stuff like that. That would be cool if that's the kind of thing, you know, where you jump into a, a system and one planet has basically been taken over by movie nerds. Who've rec- recreated scenes from movies where you can walk down, um, you know, a Harry Potter street or something. Just you know, off the top of my head, that would be cool.
2: Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be amazing?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like imagine if we weren't limited. And I think future generations of consoles and computers are going to enable you know a world that's always there. I don't know if I can yeah. get if I am getting across what I am thinking in my head. I really don't.
2: I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And, And, you know, the, the cool thing about this game is that all they have to do is build the framework and, you know, everybody else builds everything else up. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: We, I mean, we've got, if they, as long as we're not limited on what we can build and how much we can build, you know, entire planets eventually will be completely covered.
2: Yep. And I would be happy to cover them. (laughs) Yeah. With a, a gravel under my tongue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'll have to go out and get a, uh, a five terabyte, terabyte drive that I can dedicate just to the game <laughs> for my I, would.
1: I don't. Th- it's, I guarantee is one game I'm not going to delete. Like it's going to be on my computer until the day my computer doesn't run anymore. And then I'll get another one and, build, and it'll go on that one. Yeah. I am kind of bummed out that we didn't get the cities. I kind of was hoping that was coming soon. And maybe it still is, but I wasn't expecting. It was like when they dropped the the bite, bite beat thing, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's cool," but it's not really for me. I kind of feel that way about the companions thing, but at the same time, I was like, this is really cool. I just wanted cities. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I mean, they've talked about it enough now. You you know, they're they're they've got to be getting close. And the way these guys drop uh, updates. I mean they could they could put that out next week. Yeah.
2: Seriously. They're so sneaky. <laughs>
0: yeah. So so what uh emoji would he uh use to uh hint cities were coming out? A pigeon? A seller <laughs> A pigeon.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You know it's gonna be something like that though.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. In the meantime, we got some pets to work on.
2: Yeah.
1: So. Yep. I got a cobra dino. I need to go start raising. There you go.
0: Good <laughs> cracking. I got to craft
2: more creature pedal- pellets.
0: Yes, yeah. I haven't looked to see how many. I think you can only stack twenty or thirty of those in a slot, too.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: It's only twenty in permadeath.
2: So. I think it's only twenty as well in regular.
1: But I mean, carbon's everywhere. you It doesn't matter how many of those you can stack. Uh, Punch
2: a tree, you get carbon.
0: There you go.
1: <laughs> Punch a tree and then hand it to your pet. <laughs> Here, I picked for you. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful parent.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. And I hope everybody uh, has fun getting out there and uh, laying some eggs. And... <laughs> <laughs> And we'll catch you later. Bye.
2: Bye.